0: Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast, with your host Chris and Ro here, and we're here to review and discuss the next of uh, latest last four episodes, no, three episodes of Snowpiercer. It's been that kind of week, guys. Uh, we're doing episodes two, three, and four, so it's Smolder to Life, uh, A Great Odyssey, and A Single Trade. Um, this is season two of Snowpiercer, and I'm just going to start off by saying, god damn it, Leighton's a fucking idiot. Like, but is it did, just me? I mean, mean I know, I knew that. But, like, Melanie's going off, she literally turns to him and says, hey, Ruth is a straight arrow. You need Ruth on your, your side. Don't make my mistakes. Don't lie to her. Keep her close to you. And he literally goes, and, like, it wasn't even, like, it wasn't even, like, two episodes later. Like, it was, like, a big thing where you kind of understood it. He immediately starts doing that. And I'm just like, I literally had to pause the episode and go, "Is this nigga serious?" She literally told you what not to do, and you immediately fucking did it.
1: Right, but see, um, he's a guy, and a woman told him.
0: I listen. I get it. What not to do. Get it. Rather
1: than making him think it was his good idea to get hospitality on his side.
0: Listen, I get it. I just... I mean... I know I know, men are trash. I get it. I get it. I get it. But god damn it, man. I mean... It's just so... It's right... Nigga, what are you doing? Like, I really want to reach to the screen and be like, nigga, what are you doing? Nigga, she just told you. She just told you. I don't know about it. Nigga, what? But he also has still...
1: Okay. I think he is... Punishing her for his stupidity.
0: Oh, punishing Ruth? Yeah, he is.
1: And letting her put him and that other girl in first class without him having thought of what the ramifications were and what the optics of that was. So now he doesn't want to have her in the loop or anything else because he's making it her fault That they don't have cohesion, that they haven't had the time to get the things done, that he's convinced himself that her admiration for Wilford is that, you know, is the real problem. Like, so that that's that's what we're really dealing with here. I mean, I hate to say it, but he doesn't trust her because he can't trust himself. And somehow that has to be her fault, because he can't admit, I probably should have put tailies up front or done something other than anything I did. But I mean, I, my problem with in this episode, this, this three series of episodes, was not so much, is he serious, he is dumb,
0: uh... If you're gonna ask a woman to whore herself out for oh, you No no I'm sorry I, I, so I didn't I, hmm, I started I started off with the, the small thing. I started off with the small thing. That was the big thing. You just jumped to it, but hmm. How You should you, at least know what it's gonna cost her. I you you don't lead with that though. You don't He's burning through all of his he like the problem. He's such a. He's just. He's such a fucking blunt instrument, right? He has. Oh, what did no our sur- favorite
1: girl from the tale say? Revolutionaries make the worst. What? Oh god! It just. Just not. I
0: mean. Not even. Dude, like I all I could say was like, dude, really? Really, dude? Come on, man.
1: Come on he's always been arrogant trash we knew he was arrogant trash going in i know um i was hoping uh this is the second time that he didn't expect to live through a violent campaign he didn't expect to live when he decided that he was going to put an end to the cannibalism in the tail he didn't expect to live through the campaign to seize snowpiercer he did not anticipate being the person then had to clean up in the aftermath. He thought he was going to die. He was all gung-ho and ready to die. He's one of them people. He's like about it he like if he had been alive during the time of 9/11 and that existed in this universe for us to go back to, he's one of them dudes who enlists.
0: Yeah.
1: He didn't think the ramifications. He doesn't think anything of that through. He just totally enlists. That's what he does. It's who he is and and on one level I get it because he has a certain savvy when it comes To try and understand certain logistics of things like I understood why he didn't include her in some of the stuff that he was doing with people that she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't have any reliable, logical sense of connection. But the fact that he's not having her reel in the heads of the other departments and have them look to her. The fact that she's not coming in and making sure that she's coordinating and getting the smooth transition between everything. The fact that she's not his logistics person from the inside—that is a tactical error that I really don't understand why it exists. Can you can you explain that one to me? Because I get leaving her out of this stuff. You talking about? Maybe,
0: who are you talking about?
1: Um, like when the woman was damaged got her hand completely just like fingers chopped off like oh, that yeah like and like he he elevated the the woman the one woman i can't remember anybody's names i rewatched episodes i was just so mad because i had one really hor- horrific realization at a certain point um with the male hospitality person that i'll get to because i i have a question about it that took me right back to the movie um that it kind of threw everybody's names out of my head. But he made pains to make sure that the woman who had been involved in the investigations with him, who had lost so much up to and including her partner and her second-class billet, had a place and a job and because she had a recognizable face. But he didn't do the same thing with Ruth. He didn't integrate her as a part of the whole. So in the places where he doesn't need her input and he needs to leave her out of, it's not a matter of him not telling her anything while he figures out what to do next. It's because she's busy doing this other thing that he's empowered her to have. Right. And so I'm I'm really confused as to why he let his grimy ass maybe baby mama, because I still have questions about who baby in that womb. Because it's not like Light was the only person she was smashing.
0: Yeah. I... Mm. It just well, I mean, Zara's <laughs> trash anyway because she was over trying to, to kill Josie when she realized Josie was like, like I'm like, this does not make you no, you're not good here, you're you're not, you're not the hero here, you know. It's, She's a terrible person. Oh, yeah, completely terrible, completely terrible. Um, but like, yeah, it's just it's just all bad. Like Leighton has no, it's just like he 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 burns through any strategic advantage he has by showing his hand to too early, even though like everything's going kind of going his way. But I'm like, like Melanie told him before he left, just like, Hey, I got to go do this thing. Um, you realize you're, you're not dealing with just, you can't just, you, you can't just pull this off on, 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 on Wilford and he's manipulative. Right. You, yes. You... <sighs> just...
1: Yeah. Like, uh, homie, are you sure you are ready for this? She was real clear. Are you sure you're ready for this? Mm-hmm. The answer yeah. was no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, just. Uh.
1: He still thinks like somebody who the only thing that they needed to accomplish was to get on the train. He he th- still, he's so short-sighted mm-hmm. in that sense. And I don't think it's because men are trash. I, I think it's because he's a cop.
0: Well, that too. No, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, it just, yeah, he, yeah, I, I agree that it's partly because he's a cop, but and also he just he doesn't. He, it wasn't something he really had to do. Like, well, it's also like we said before. It's, it's different when you're fighting all the time. It's different to to actually manage, right? This is where he, I think, he started seeing that. Hey, you know what? Maybe, um, maybe Melanie had, had some points, you know, she made some, you know, Melanie's not all, you know, all right herself, but like, there's a reason why certain things happen the way they were. Right. You
1: know, she made measured decisions. They may have been messed up mm -hmm. as all get out, but if Melanie had to do something, she had already done the mental gymnastics to determine if there was any other way for her to do something before she did something that might be effed up. Like, you know, he comes up with his grand plan and he doesn't look left or right. Even if he gets somebody else's input, it may be as to how he executes his plan, but not to whether or not his plan is the best way to go. And and I think that's the other part of the flaw. But like, again. He's a cop. There's a large part of the process that was never his job. He wasn't the one who had to make the laws. He only had to know enough about the pieces to investigate something once somebody had told him this thing that was done was wrong. So he was mm-hmm. coming in to somebody telling him this is wrong and now we need you to do this. And then once he's done his part, he's handing it off to somebody else for them to you know, check his work Review the process, come back to him with any other questions, and then send him away on another little mission to go, you know, fact find and gather and be intuitive about, and then to come back and then he hands it off to somebody again. So he. He 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 might be capable of of spotting the problems and seeing that, you know, here's the mission and why we stick to it. But the mission isn't just the science and the mission isn't just protect the prank train from Wilford. The mission is to empower the people on Snowpiercer so they wanna be protected from from Wilford. Right. And he hasn't done and the only person who can do that is Ruth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, and he he hasn't understood like it. He, cause you're also seeing this. I mean, he had to go to he. He's also even losing the tail a little bit because he had to go to basically get Josie to kind of get the rest of the tail to kind of back his place. Like he's trying to outmaneuver Wilford, but then he's also not seeing the fact that dude, you're losing your own train. <laughs> you know, it's like. You're losing pieces of your own train already and and you're not seeing it. Like right. it's you're you're trying to you are you're trying to do, you're trying to do the 4D chess and you, you motherfucker you, you you're losing that checkers right now. Like
1: <laughs> man, he's not look, he can't play hangman. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> right. It's like what are you This is, this is the worst
1: game of Connect Four right. I've ever seen.
0: Right. <laughs> like like what are you doing right now? No, that doesn't no, you can't do that. Um right and so that's the thing that that's been 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 interested in me i mean and, and again not to say that there aren't some things that are smart from him like when um poor kevin <laughs> poor <laughs> poor little kevin um but realizing that the that the that wolfer's train is as much as the front of wolfert what wolfert is putting on his train is running like what worse than if you in a way than what snowpiercer was right and that they're hung yeah.
1: his entire train is
0: the tail mm-hmm. right entire is basically all tail one engine <laughs> you yeah. know um
1: and 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 he's built them into a cult of personality to where uh the value of their sacrifice only goes as far and lasts as long as he can convince him he's worth sacrificing for. So it's mm-hmm. not even just the mission, right? That's the scary part about Big Alice. Right. Like, I mean. Yeah. When I realized that this dude is usually high and. <laughs> and that. Um, the his control mechanisms, the things that kept him in line and made him useful mm-hmm. in the world before. All lived in the night car, and he hasn't had access to him for what six seven years now
0: right,
1: yeah, um, and that uh, he lost the like he's one of those people who I guess you know it's like a perverse professor X in the sense that he can sense the abilities and skills and potential of other people mm-hmm. and he calls them to him, right, and then he does everything he can to try to bring out the best in them. But he crazy.
0: Yes. yeah, Like big big crazy. Right. You know, it's Yeah. Yeah. Like in in well it, it goes back to what um I think it was what Melanie said and even what um Audrey was saying, it's like he's about control. Mm-hmm. Everything about him is is control. And and um you're when you have people like that. and it also then puts in different light about what he created in it on on these trains. His train wasn't to to save the world, but literally to basically have his own be the king of his own kingdom that he could literally control.
1: You yeah. Know, it's he wanted to burn out instead of fade away. Right. Right. And it's frightening when I can find a way to work Highlander into your problems. I know.
0: Um, and, and so that's the thing that, that, that's really scary, you know, about Wilford and, and what he's, what he, what he's built there. And again, <laughs> he was scarier when you realize who's left in charge. <laughs> the other side. Oh my God. Like you even worse. just like, you're like, Oh wait, you left. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, but it, but it goes back to, you see, we see what Wilford did, right? Like even Wilford was like, his whole thing was, you know what? It's a great idea you know what, you know, the, the world, maybe the, the stuff we shot up into the the clouds, maybe that isn't, um, maybe, maybe that is coming down and maybe that will give us an inhabitable world, but he immediately sees a way for one. If that's true, well, the, 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 the biggest uh, threat to him is Melanie. All right, you go check out. You're the one that's got to go. because that take, that gets her off of, off of, off of Snowpiercer. So that's one thing that gives him closer to controlling it. And then if she somehow um, is successful, well, now he's in control of Big Alice and Snowpiercer, and he, he, she's nowhere there. They don't have to pick her up. And he can start his community without his new, his new world without her, right? It's like, that's the, see, Layton ain't thinking that far ahead, right? But Wilford clearly is.
1: Well, I don't think Layton actually believes that she's going to find anything. He doesn't really understand the science. And this is the other thing that I have about people who have a limited purpose um, in the revolution once the revolution has reached the peaceful stage. Um, If you are the the strength and the might and you don't uh, you don't really hold on and have any of like the actual, you know, the ability to to navigate peace, you need to at least still be capable of macro strategy. And if you're not, you need to at least be savvy enough to know when to keep your mouth shut so the people around you don't know that you're the dumbest person in the room. <laughs> right. So if you're going to stand in the room full of people who were smart enough to come up with the idea of Snowpiercer, build Snowpiercer, uh, steal Snowpiercer, and navigate Piercer, and you don't understand the words coming out of their mouth, be quiet.
0: Yeah.
1: I think my most favorite line from all these episodes, Chris, had to be when Wilford was like, Mr. Wrighton, what are you doing among the engineers? I was mm-hmm. like, what is he doing there? I was like, wait, I'm not supposed to root for yeah. you? Ugh. Right. Yeah and i mean every single time that he shows that he has some kinds of sensibilities and he has certain levels of savvy he turns right back around and he undoes all of the goodness of that by reminding you he's not that smart mm-hmm. the fact that a woman who has such severe frostbite that she is just an open breathing version of the man from Hellraiser Two. <laughs> when he's reconstituting himself, has to tell him, "You still need me, or you'll lose them." Chris, we're gonna die. Yeah, because she's gonna die. Because yeah. he gave her to Wilford.
0: Well, I mean, it's just like, <sighs> just I, it, it, he's not. It's the short sightedness of it all, right, and I think that's the mm-hmm. thing that's getting me and and I understand it i mean dude is you you kind of forget like how quickly all of this stuff is moving, right Dude is only what like maybe a week away <laughs> from yeah when when it all went down a week away from the war, and when you're getting that when you see um old girl, who's now the trained detective, well, what's her name? uh i feel terrible about the fact i can't remember I how name her name tonight i always forget her name um i just need them to let her have a Bess. new girlfriend too. isn't best yeah best when yeah only she loses, she got a new one so uh, mm-hmm. this is a quickie um I mean, I think she upgraded, too. So there's that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she got an upgrade. Um, is there anything I can like, get you? <laughs> right, So many things, but I'll
1: take a drink. Right. Yes.
0: Right. But Bess, I mean, you see that when Bess is, is, is dealing with the serial killer who's the, who's masquerading as the... The priest, I'm sorry, it, it may, maybe it's not him, but I just don't, I have a thing. I, I'm sorry, I think it's him. Okay, cool, I just, I did want to make sure, it, I felt kind of bad, but I was just like, I, okay, okay, it, it is him, all right. Cool, cool, I don't cool, trust that man, I don't trust
1: his tea, cool. I don't like his wall, it feels like psychological warfare, so he can find victims.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I, just, I, I just, I just, want to, I just. Sorry, Mm-mm. I'm sorry. It's him. Soon as he started talking to the sophomore. But no, I'll just have tea. And I'm like, oh no, it's Mm-mm. him, Sarah Keller, no. right there. I was like, right okay, you Ted mm-hmm. Bundy, BTK right. mix. He's nope, taking, he's, nope. Taking, he's taking nope. fingers. But like, nope. but you see that when she when she's in that room, and and I think it's in in the uh, the episode four when she's looking at the wall and she kind of has this freak out because she remembers the people that they had to let die in that in that car. Yeah, and and it's like you're like, oh damn, you know what? That wasn't that long ago. It was days ago. It was right. It's it's, it's days ago. And so it's like when you start looking at this stuff, like I feel a little bit of sympathy for like Leighton and the fact that all of the stuff is moving so fast and he hasn't had time to breathe. But at the same time, it's like he also hasn't realized that, dude, because of that, you need to put a team around you that you trust. And and that's why I don't have any sympathy for Leighton. Right. Right. Right.
1: Because it took all of them coming together to actually make this happen and then make it stop mm-hmm. and to come to some kind of negotiated peace between them. The first thing you do when you have a negotiated peace when you don't control, when all the factions don't look to you, is make sure all the faction leaders are on one page. And now now it's not fair that we're talking about this after the expanse. But-
0: well,
1: yeah. <laughs> the day you got me talking about we need a Marcus and Neros right now,
0: I mean, well, I I guess I mean, but I think, but I feel like, but I I feel like Wilford's on that Marcos anderos type shit, right? He is right. And so, okay, fine. But, we like, need a Fred. Right. That's what I'm saying. You need a you need a Fred, and 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 that's the problem because Layton is, and and like like I said, I could I would ha- I had the sympathy for the fact that everything is so quick, but I don't have I I start losing that sympathy when I watch him. Literally not listen to like Melanie's like listen, you know what? And and even I've, I I I fall into this case of I don't trust Ruth, but then when 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 Melanie's like no like she's a straight arrow she does like Mister Well and even even Ruth says it's like listen, yes I, I admire Wilford but I'm on Snowpiercer I i I'm this loyal my, I'm, lo- I'm loyal to Snowpiercer. And even then, Leighton still didn't go. You know what? My bad. Let me because let me fix he it. she wasn't saying that to Leighton,
1: and yeah. that's when I was like, the problem he has is yeah. the wrong voice he's put in his ear over a baby. He's not. I don't care. I'm not, I don't that baby. Don't, <sighs> she was talking about. She was in a triad, and she came up there because she wanted to have a baby. So suddenly. It's I I just have, but she's a whole ass liar and she's nasty and she's manipulative. She's not capable of fidelity or loyalty, which was proven by the fact she left them in the tail the way she did. She didn't go up there Mm -hmm. to be a spy. She basically threw up to and walked out. That's who Ruth said that to. And then the next thing you know, she's working in hospitality. Right. She didn't take her words to lighten and say, Hey, you need to talk to Ruth. Mm hmm he what melanie wasn't wrong you need to cultivate ruth she didn't go in there she decided she would cultivate ruth mm-hmm. and sell it to him it Was like you need someone to watch her thereby reinforcing <laughs> his belief in his head that she's still not on side and can't be trusted All right so I, his nose is open so wide he can't see past it
0: yeah it's, he ain't even getting any anymore, is he? He's doing him? Oh, no. He even said it's like, yeah, when he says to her something about, she, uh, he, he's like, you know, uh, you're good at this, even though you don't have, something along the line that makes you say that he's not even getting any anymore. And I'm like, I mean, not saying that that should be, like, the bar, but still, I'm like, dude. I'm
1: sorry. If you are making decisions that could end with you being thrown off a train and the the nexus at the core of those systems around which they are resol- revolving has to do with another person you have a romantic or intimate relationship with then that relationship needs to be as tightly romantic and intimate as possible Mm -hmm. that person needs to be your partner if you are in fact prioritizing them over everyone else the political ramifications of the dumb decisions you make which could all equal the end of your life and your ability to protect all of the people who are looking to you to keep them safe Yes, I expect you to still be get smashing. I, I, it's a minimum okay. bar. It's a minimum requirement, Chris. Minimum requirement. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Especially if you're going to go to another person and say, "I need you to get back in this man's bed."
0: I and so yeah, and so then we get to the whole thing with Audrey, and I would just like, <sighs> really, dude, really like, not even on some. I mean, he didn't even like. Ease his way into it, right? It wasn't even like we want. He made her say it, right? And I'm just like, really, dude. Like, you're not even, you're not even gonna say we're gonna throw the party. We're gonna see what happens, right? I want you to not even on some. I'm gonna try to protect. She had to go to a czar and basically say, if I'm if I'm in there after 30 minutes, you come and get me. It wasn't even like Layden himself. Gave gave that that option of
1: because he didn't call a strategy session between all of the faction heads and all of the people who were supposed to be representatives of the new government because that's what you do before you have a damn enemy come on board who's I don't know charismatic and has loyal followers amongst your people that that's what you would do right right mm. right you would you would you would have a meeting you would strategize you would make sure everybody has each other's backs
0: right. No, well, you would think he would have that just even without the Wolfer thing, right? because you clearly have some issues with your different factions, and so yeah. you would think that you would sit down all your faction heads down and get into that and 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 work them out because he's doing them piecemeal, like having his his boy, who's already fucked him over a couple of times, having <laughs> him go and now open up the communications. And, and start opening up the, the drug trade between a big Allison again, but not talking to the head of the janitorial staff or the janitorial faction. Right. And so now you're squeezing them out. Right. It's like you were, you are upset. You're upsetting the balance of power and uh, you're not just, replacing it with anything sustainable or safe. Uh, like I, I can just, I can just see, I, again, I, I know it sounds like we're complaining or anything like that, but I, I actually enjoy how messy it
1: is. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, honestly, I, like... I thought it was too neat towards the end. I mean, it's too yeah. neat how they open. And I was concerned about whether or not it would hold my interest. Now, I won't lie. I looked on IMBD and I see that there are other people who are falling, whose interest in it is falling off. And I think it's exactly the stuff that we are enjoying complaining about. Yeah. This, this is a closed ecosystem. Of course, we're, you're supposed to be complaining right now. Mm-hmm. LJ... A whole ass cannibal serial killer is flit fluttering around like she's still a footloose and fancy free first class passenger with a ticket to go wherever she wants to, and nobody watched that she went and was being friends with Alex. Well, so,
0: <laughs> so, so that's the other thing too. That that's the one. That's the one criticism I have of best. I'm like, best, come on. Somebody took some fingers, and you didn't go to the resident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger yeah, chopper. Cannibal. Who liked the you evening. didn't. You didn't. You didn't ask a question. I mean, like, hey, make a joke about it. it. Didn't say nothing. You're just gonna let her walk around with your mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. other piece of shit former Brigman and and not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna mention that. And then right. when 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 LJ and the other psycho psycho child uh, <laughs> meet up together, nobody goes, huh? I'm not okay that? with this. I'm hey, gonna need y'all to separate. Right. No one no one does that. No nobody nobody decided that that was a problem. Nobody gonna nobody gonna say that. Like well mm-hmm. like, again. Again, going with the idea of there's no strategy, and that they they there's a there's a hint of the strategy. So when they were when uh, again we're mostly on episode four because we you know we, we it's the latest one we saw, but like when they were they they made a first good push when they were trying to see who the names were that um, Wilford pick. First of all, you already know that he had already picked the names in there. That's how. Um, uh, Alex knew who that her girl was going to be be going, right? But he also knew that they were going to try to check to see who these people were. So right. and, and and Lane did that. I'm like, "All right, good." The 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 problem was there was no follow-up to then, "Okay, we don't know these names, let's find out." Right? They were able right. they got it by dumb luck that, "Hey, I'm the last Aussie." Oh, wait, I'm an Aussie. Like so they got it by <laughs> dumb like, luck. Yeah. Type of shit. But it, And then and, and, and Allie runs off with uh, with Alex and I'm just like... But again, this... he didn't talk to Ruth, so he doesn't
1: know what Melanie's last comment was. And have... I mean, in second episode, Allie is just kind of standing there and Layton has never once paid attention to how often Wilfred cuts his eyes to a teenage girl. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's so, not... He's not... Well, not only that, but I'm like, bruh, you don't understand how many people want to slit your own fucking throat right now, too. Man, do you understand (laughs) that I, for a a hot, a
1: hot minute, was like, I hope she gets close enough at a minimum to just at least prick his damn neck so he will stop being so stupid. He disregards women of all ages so easily Mm -hmm. and so thoroughly that it's frightening. Like he didn't even fully listen to Bess. Bess has been saying from jump, look, um something bigger is going on. We need to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Wilford doesn't have to do anything except show the fuck up. His people are already here. Yep. Melanie was successful because she held everyone in sway. To Wilford, she doesn't have he's already here and he's not listening and i don't care and i don't it's not because she's like he's from the tail and she's not one of his people it's because she's a woman and i don't know if they did that on purpose but like i'm starting to take it personal and i was like i don't like i didn't like andre lighten last season i don't even know it was it was pretty clear that i didn't like lighten right right it
0: was clear i think I i i don't think he's I don't think okay. he's likable. I mean, not 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 to mention the fact that <clears throat> the first time we see Miles is four episodes in. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> nigga died. I was Thank like, you. I was the entire time going, "White, like, did Miles, Miles die?" Right. I was like, "Did Miles die? Did I miss that?" Yeah. ass I, I was like, "You didn't happened? put this hoe up in this big ass right. room. You didn't go get your boy who thinks you view as his father. Where's your son?" Right. I was like, "I didn't. I didn't. Well, I, okay, whatever." Why and are then, all the children living in that room? Um, Again, it's just,
1: I think. If you're going to co-op space and say it's somewhere that you work, why didn't you bring every child from the tail and rotate them in and out? Why aren't they all up front? I mean, and that goes back to episode, like, we just jumped in. I know it was my fault. I did jump to four with my comment. But, like, episode two with the beginning of the bad decisions and Ruth was testing him and he failed. Mm Mm-hmm and but he had every single chance to redeem himself every single time she asked him what does he need what does he does always superficial he's always disregardive, and she's really clear she's not hiding it. he's like he's got no respect for hospitality it's because he doesn't know what hospitality is and he doesn't trust melanie outside of melanie's ability to keep the train alive mm-hmm. and remember they bonded over the fact she forced him to decide who lived or died yeah and that's the that's the sum total of their connection. So everything else that she told him that didn't have to do with the science mm-hmm. and giving him a new thing to make his mission, being able to live outside of Snowpiercer, was not valuable to him. You know, Miss Audrey has been telling him from day one, hearts and minds, my man, hearts and minds. And he hasn't listened. Hell, even Knox knows better.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right it's just that's a, I, I, again I I can get it why some people were just like I can't do it I can't do it I enjoy it because of because of the mess <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm 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 dying to see what happens with the
1: character named lights the black woman on Big yeah, Alice named yeah, yeah, the one that uh, lost her fingers. Edward,
0: played by Miranda Edwards yeah the one that lost her fingers that again it's like and, and then you see it when you see them attack um the other the the other group and it's like well you're not doing anything about it and and it's just like hmm, yeah she should have best the only mistake
1: best made was not making sure that the people in the tail knew what she was doing yeah. she should have been loud and obvious Mm-hmm. She should have made other people who were a part of the investigative crew come with her, or she should have gotten someone from the tail. Oh wait, Layton should have assigned her someone from the tail. Yeah, well, the so pro- they knew that they were taking it seriously.
0: Well, that's that's the problem, right? The problem is Layton has given Bess this job, but then unlike what un, unlike what Mel, he's not learning that he hasn't learned again. It, it, it coming down to them because they're all women. But he hasn't learned the lessons that that Melanie has tried to tell him, right? And that, hey, you give your you, you give your you give your successor your lessons learned and things that you did wrong, right? Well the right. lesson learned that Layton should have given to Best was like, hey, my problem was I had to do it all alone. And I had to, right? I was brought right up to not really not to kind of run an investigation, but not really run an investigation. And that's what it is. You know, you really are going to, you shouldn't be the, the, the trains are over a thousand cars long. You shouldn't be, you have just one train detective. You need a crew. Bring, bring some of your brakemen and bring some of the tailors and bring in a, 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 a multi, you know, uh, um. He should have asked each of the faction heads to donate uh, to identify a person who
1: they thought would be good for uh, this type of thing. That should have been the first thing that they did. And I believe Miss Audrey mentioned that when she said, you know, we still should hold our elections. Golly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't think that you are the right person to be making that call, golly, I don't know. You got a whole person who should have always been the head of hospitality who maybe could help you identify some people and and and. yeah, and bring them under her auspice. And, and you've got people from the tail, not the dumbass who you persist in trying to save and turn into a good man. <laughs> but there are like three or four women who were back there who were all badasses, who the people, uh, you know, were, who really rallied around. He should have identified at least a few men and women who grew up in the tail and brought them into the crew. It should be two by two by two Mm -hmm. for a crew of ten under best answering to Ruth uh, or answering to the full committee, coordinating through Ruth. If you can trust Ruth to move the mail back and forth between Big Alice and Snowpiercer, there's absolutely no reason for you to isolate her in any other way and make looking through that door to where Mr. Uh, Wilfred is that much more attractive because Wilfred needs a new head of hospitality. Right. Can we talk about his old heady hospitality? I know we started talking about Kevin, but we did,
0: <laughs> we we didn't finish talking about Kevin. Poor Kevin just couldn't turn on the chicken. I mean, I can't blame him. I, I'm not gonna turn on the chicken wings either, right? I mean, nah, them chicken I'm wings not, look really good. Yeah, they did look kind of good, right? And so I can't blame him for that. Um, but um, Wolford has a thing about watching people try to commit suicide or forcing people to commit suicide in front of. Yeah, uh,
1: if you have not watched episodes two, three, and four. Like they
0: actually i, I, I don't
1: content know, warning
0: <laughs> i don't well, I don't know, I don't because we watch it I'm watching it through the the screeners app. I'm wondering if they did put the suicide warning out not uh, afterwards, like they did in uh, you saw it right in our screeners. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if they did it on TNT. I, 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 it caught me up guard I was like, oh oh, oh, I guess they kind of do have to do that nowadays, but um, I yeah, think.
1: not I mean I think it's good, but no, it's I also good. think right. that they might have they they were a little. They, I was a little uncomfortable with the fact that they didn't necessarily give any kind of proper context upfront or
0: for his kink. Yeah. Well, I think because I think I it wasn't until four that I realized it was a kink. Really? really? Well, cause I'm, not, uh, you know, I well at first I just thought that maybe just an evil motherfucker wanted this motherfucker die in the most uncomfortable way possible while looking at him doing it. Like I didn't know there really was someone that got him up until you saw the cut, the the healed wound on Audrey. Then I was like, oh, that's his thing.
1: Everything about that man screams submission, humiliation, control.
0: I mean, if you're Sean Bean, you die in every film too. I'd feel that way too. So.
1: I mean, I didn't say there wasn't a reason why Sean Bean was a perfect fit for Joseph Wilford. (laughs) uh, No shade to Sean Bean. He's a brilliant actor, but I'm I'm a little concerned by how well he is inhabiting Joseph Wilford. But I feel like we should have gotten some more flashbacks. Not necessarily just with him and Mrs. Audrey, possibly, but maybe him and Melanie and definitely him and uh, the young Allie who he raised, God help her. Uh, But also just in general for his life, maybe the other people who have been involved with him. Because just having like just having somebody say things like you know for him, it is really it's about the control it's a you know, and like once the light shines on you, and I don't think it's enough to just kind of try to give a context about the way he plays with people's minds and and that what he gets off yeah. on is, is 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 really dangerously kind of. Of you know a very toxic kind of building of a codependent relationship where they 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 get off on feeding his need because i when you got to the part where it was with Miss Audrey, they kind of blended in a little bit of uh domination humiliation play with what they had them do mm-hmm. in that room, and then they just kind of slid in the so, stuff about the rest, and I didn't think that's that's
0: that's a little. Well so I'm wondering what 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 I'm wondering because I realize that in our screen right we only get we're only getting eight episodes, but they do it as a is a full ten episode season. What I'm wondering if we won't get that later. 'Cause I I can see if if they're building up the mythos of, of Wilford, but I do feel that at some point I feel like I do. We will need a flashback, right? Yeah, we'll need a flashback. I, to I'm see just
1: all. not comfortable with how they introduce the storyline with Miss Audrey without it,
0: and that I, is fair. I I'm that very I, reckless. I yeah. I feel like I I feel like it was too soon, and I think yeah. Maybe, and I think just because you went from zero to a hundred all the, all of a sudden, um. Because here's the thing: I didn't even know. Did we know beforehand that him and and audrey were a thing before yes okay i just kind of missed that before
1: well she mentioned it in how she convinced him to let her have the night car
0: okay got
1: all together like and then how she was able to uh change her purpose on snowpiercer after he was gone with melanie
0: got you okay okay because well i think we needed at least some reminders
1: of that oh no we needed we needed a reminder of that we needed a, a far more deeper understanding of what she it's not enough that she looked like Leighton lighten, lighten Andre in the face and said you need to understand I was his exclusively that's not enough no. for then what they later subsequently show and the reason why it really bothers me is because not everything about his kink is toxic or violent or a, a measure of like uh, a control, abusiveness. But the way they presented it, up to and including looking like she's about to step on him, and I was like, "Really? You gon' you just gonna blend all this shit together, huh?" Mm-hmm. Okay, so they they, they they drew heavy on a lot of stuff that comes out of BDSM relationships, and they blended it in with a whole lot of violent perversity and abusiveness. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not, I'm never okay when TV shows do that, even when they make it look like the woman is the one who is ultimately in the power position, because that's never how it turns out in the end.
0: Right.
1: So I thought it was great that that the intro of the episode was actually Miss Audrey's voice. Um, I thought all of the stuff that they're starting to set up to show, like, the cost of what it is that she's possibly willing to do. And I didn't watch episode five yet, but I did peek at the description, so it's not like they're going to, you know, one and done. She's out for the season. She is in, I think, all 19. Mm -hmm. So she's in the full season, I think. Um, Or close to. But this is a bad introduction if what you want to do is talk about this type of power play dynamic and throw sex
0: and throw
1: violence into
0: it. And, And I think that it was I don't think they needed to do it at this point because there's so many other things going on with Wilford and showing his control and showing these other things. And, and, and I think Kevin was enough. Well, it, well, it, I'm not even just talking about on that aspect. I'm talking about everything else, what he's doing with the Frankenstein dude, Mm -hmm. what he's doing with the entire fucking train, how Mm -hmm. he snaps on Alex sometime when she was laughing about his paramour, he automatically went (laughs) completely, completely flipped on her. Like, I think we're getting enough of it there that we didn't need to, 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 to jump into, you know, but that's what I mean when I say,
1: I think Kevin was enough. I think with all the other things that they were showing about his personality and exactly the ways that he's really, you know, he's really manic, but, uh, in a almost, I'm a genius unhinged type way. Like, so, like, there's flashes of brilliance and the madness that goes around him, and, like, he's self-medicating and all that stuff, and but he's clearly, clearly on some genius-level machinations, right? So, I think when you round all of that stuff out and you juxtapose it to what Melanie was realizing that he's done, like, the two scientists who weren't dead and the experiments he's having them run, that they've actually come up with something that pretty much heals frostbite in hours— because, again, it hasn't been that long, and Melanie got taken relatively early, and they slapped that stuff on her. And by the time she got back to Snowpiercer, it was almost completely healed, right? hmm So I think when you blend all that stuff together, and then, like, how you pointed out, the moment where he goes into the cafeteria, and he does that grand display, uh, and, like, Ali's smart-ass aside of, don't worry, it's you... So you know that it's still all machinations and games behind it, and then you juxtapose that to David and the team starting to be smart, but then failing to follow through, and then you flash to the um, uh, to the the interrogation over some chicken wings, which clearly—I uh, mean—they look really good, and Homie looks really hungry, so we all knew he was going to fail, but seeing what the consequence of that was and the way he set that up, I feel like they undermined the importance and the value of like showing that aspect of his control and his crazy evilness, because he very kindly put that in that man's hand Mm -hmm. and thank, and like he, when he, he died at peace Mm -hmm. I didn't think I thought that was a far enough to go into that angle of like his psychologicalness, like messed upness, right? Right. And the rest should have been about the overt steps he was taking and how he's still trying to break Alexandra down because he underestimated how much she would identify with her mother, given mm. how much he allowed her to become like her mother. Right. Yeah, so I just feel like maybe the Miss Audrey and the night car and all that could have been elsewhere.
0: Well, it was also you, you could have still had the party, you still could have had Miss Audrey. You just didn't have to go as far as they went, right? It's like, right, I, right, you just didn't need to, right? It's there's so much other stuff they could have done with it. So, oh, uh, like you said also the fact that, you know. And, and and again, every now and then Leighton says something that's like half smart and you're like you you realize like when he realizes it's like, well, you know, how they maybe it's just a coincidence that they knew that we needed the frostbite stuff. It's like, nah, what's was coincidence, motherfucker. You have a snitch on your show, on your on your on your on your train. And it's probably tied to the people that are cutting off people's motherfucking fingers. It's like look, dummy. Like it's just like Mm hmm. I'm like,
1: how many times does Bess have to snap her bolt, have a moment of PTSD and then look you in the face and say, something bigger is going on here?
0: hmm
1: Yeah. But uh, can we talk about how much they are really kind of blending in the inevitable end of all of this is what Snowpiercer looked like in the movie? Yeah. Like the moment when he said to Alex, I need the room. Mm-hmm. And she went up to this, where the the driving is, where the yeah the engineering area is, and she closed that door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All it reminded me of was the scene in the movie where the wall slides back behind Wilfred is, where he's at the head of the train, and you see that one child, and he comes out. Yep. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." And then the part where they have Ruth sitting at that one area and she made this grand announcement about, congratulations, we now have the ability to communicate. And I was like, man, that's a couple steps closer to
0: Tilda. Tilda. Yeah. I mean, but there's a couple things, I mean, you can, you can, it's, it also, again, depending on what they're trying to do, right? If they're trying to go a whole other direction or they're trying to get to the train that we saw in the movie, Either works, right? I can go either way yeah. at this point. I can go with the way of it's his own story and then it'll have his own complete end. Or the way that they do connect is this idea of, well, what if Melanie is right? And when it happens, the train just falls into chaos and they just never find out. Right. Right. And, and so that explains why you got a polar bear at the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> Look, you know, I don't care what right.
1: anyone says. That polar bear
0: ate some children. I know it definitely did. I mean, come on.
1: Listen. Them kids was dinner. Even, I mean, especially if the world is just now coming back to itself and the animals got here before listen, the humans listen, did. Listen, 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 that listen, that listen. that that bear what, saw what, ooh
0: tasty what, treats. What did the, the polar bear and Chris Evans have? Uh, 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 what 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 thing do they share in that movie? They both knew what baby tastes like. All right, so just what it it is. Taste like chicken tastes like turkey, right? <laughs>
1: um. But I, I mean, I'm not necessarily uh, under the impression that they're heading towards the derailment that led to what the train became later. I just think it's really interesting the way they're kind of working in the hints mm-hmm. of like the, the starkness of what could be their future. You know, the trading for parts, um, the fact that the person who is the, the engineer and is driving is good, but is not as good as Melanie. You know, Melanie can feel the train and know when they have a uh, bad alignment somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? But a hand on a window. Um, the other aspects of the way things worked about, the breaking up of the factions, the not necessarily being able to trust people, like all of the men with their, their tattoos and uh, people giving them, like, who is, not, who is just letting them sit this out? That's the part I don't understand. And it's like all those little tiny pieces that can indicate to you that even if they decide to go somewhere new, mm-hmm. that I mean, you know, if we making it to the mountaintop, I'm pretty sure I, at least half these people is going to be like homie when he was saying, "I may not get there with you." Right. I mean, we all know what happened to homie. Who took him into the desert. Well, I'm, he, I'm,
0: well, I'm, yeah, I'm also wondering what what Wolford is doing. With his 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 Frankenstein buddy over there, because at first, cause at first I, thought was, I thought he was I thought he was I thought he was preparing him to go after Melanie and keep her from getting to the fucking top of the thing. But then I saw so him at the end of episode four. I was like, oh, he's still there. So what the fuck is he building?
1: Well, he told him to. uh Do we still have a month?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think he's planning on one stopping Melanie if she wasn't dead. But, too, I think he also was planning on having Homie go up there and make sure that that data never gives him any kind of location. True. I think he, he, his, uh, plus, I also think that he would just like to have somebody who could go outside and explore for him. Mm-hmm. He's a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I think it's also, he's testing on this person because uh, remember, they always said that the train was never, was never going to fully survive forever. Yeah. So this could also be the beginning of the preparation of people who have been modified in order to work certain functions on the train as parts break down and there are no more replacements.
0: Right. But this also explains the other thing, too. So Big Alice doesn't have the food, but it does have all the parts. But this also explains how, again, moving towards what we saw in the movie how Snowpiercer ran out of parts because, well, somehow, something's gonna happen to Big Alice, right, so. Right,
1: that yeah, or, I mean, you know, remember, one of the things that happened on Snowpiercer originally is where the cows used to be, there was a rip in the side and mm-hmm. they weren't ever able to get in there and they couldn't get enough people into the suits to get to the right. to the places they needed to be. If you don't need to put on a suit to go into the, the 96 below, Right? Yeah. So he didn't have some of the human equipment. He had the equipment for the train. Right. So if he didn't have enough suits or he didn't have other things. And I don't know. I don't know. But he had the whole ass room full of people shit. So there's that too. I got questions. Yeah. What's he up to?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just I Don't trust this motherfucker. And you shouldn't trust this motherfucker. No and... one should trust him. Right. And again, it's one of those things where I think Layton definitely doesn't have the skill set to play this game. No,
1: no. I actually think that the second season of Snowpiercer is more of a three episode at a time watch or four episode at a time watch than it is necessarily episodically. I don't know how I feel about how they're pacing it out. Um, No,
0: I think that's why I probably have a less of a problem with it. I think it's probably better paced three chunks at a time I don't know how it would feel if I watched them one out of every every episode I cuz I have I do I watched I watched all three well, between yesterday and today so I I think that I'm gonna keep watching them in chunks I don't know if I can do them month by month like that
1: yeah no I think I mean, I mean month the month, last month. season I thought it they nicely they had good cliffhangers they had good strange little moments you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it and it the nose really played but this season with the dynamic change and the removal of melanie uh, as a dominant part of the cat and mouse and the sheer inequality between andre and joseph mm-hmm. um and the unfortunate backseating of a significant number of the stronger female voices that could actually keep things moving at a faster pace yeah. i don't know if i'm as compelled by the cliffhangers they're giving
0: no they're not i i think it's definitely again not bad but it's it's definitely a different pacing and you have to adjust to it mm-hmm. um
1: yeah i i mean but i am enjoying it i like the hat tips i think they're more subtle this year um i like a lot of the political chaos because it's deeply ironic that this was shot before and yet it feels so relevant now Mm -hmm. um and I do like I do like the watching people make terrible, 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 messy life decisions. Although I am glad Bess finally got laid because if anybody is entitled to some stress <laughs> relief, it's Beth still. Good God, let the woman have some fun.
0: Let her have somewhere to sleep. Cause she got a room. Can she have a bedroom? Yeah, she needs. Right. That's something too. I was like, wait, how does be- again? It's other thing too. It's like not taking care of your people. Mm -mm. Like, I get it, you don't want to... And I can't even say, I get it, you don't even want to have preferential treatment, but you got Zari laid up in first class right now. So, nah, you got to take care of your people.
1: He hasn't taken care of anyone, and I think that's the problem. Mm -hmm. And he expects everybody to sit around and wait and give him time to to play this new game when he never finished the game he had before. And he's not capable of running multiple chess games. Like I said, he can barely play connect 4. Mm If this was yeah. Rock'em Sock'em, he got knocked out in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm still in, I, I mean, it's, I, like, I need to see Davy Diggs in something else. Because this is making me want to punch him when I see him. And I really enjoy him as an actor. And he's managed to blend uh, a myriad of things together to make this Andre Lighton character. And the character plays and the character works. It's just, he's annoying
0: hmm yeah 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 no i mean it's you, you know what it is it's he's he's what what and again this is why i think i have less of a problem with this uh this show and also this, ran, apparently the expans had the same pro- complaints it's like it becomes politics and and honestly it's just showing People that, you know, are watching this and having some problems like and, and have, I'm like, this is how politics works, though. This is why that's you do because some- politics yeah. are life. You can't. Yeah, you can't get away. Mm. Like, this is how this stuff works. It's not it's not yeah. just that simple. It doesn't just work like that easily. Yeah, but-, but that's
1: why I like this, because it is a it is a very stark reminder that mm-hmm. it's not political. It's not politics. It's just reality. Mm-hmm. And the more you keep trying to act like you can take. This thing you want, and you don't have to figure out how you implement that. If you want to just skip to the Veruca salt portion, fine. You can kill everybody who's in your way, but then if you kill the wrong person, who's going to feed you if you don't know how to cook? Right. Well, who's going to keep your well, lights on? It, well, or better yet, you know, I mean, who's going to work on the things you don't know how to work on if you cut everyone's fingers off? Well,
0: the, the thing about it is, the, the, the thing about it is, Layton kind of does understand this because. Like he like well Layton should understand it and, and Josie definitely did 'cause you're reminded that yo, Josie's all fucked up because of Melanie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Oh, oh, that's right. This oh, that's Josie. Oh, Josie has one arm and is all fucked up for us but because of Melanie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh and but then you're like and, and you gotta we gotta be like, Yeah, but Melanie's also the only reason why everybody's alive on the train, so bygones are bygones? <laughs> I mean, I, look, I Abby, think his explanation to Josie was good. His apology was what was shit. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, I get it, but I think she even understood it too. It's like you, uh, there you should no... have been
1: fine if he had said, "I had to make this deal because it came down to some of us or all of us living." But I'm taking care of our people.
0: Well, he can't. He couldn't. He couldn't say that because he's not really
1: exactly. Care. And he let Zara get in her ear before he got there. The simple fact that that broad was able to get into that clinic. <laughs> she should not be able to just be moving freely. She's a whole ass. She shouldn't be allowed to join hospitality. She's She's no loyalty or fidelity to anybody. She's a whole... If she wants whole... to have a job, bitch can still work in the night car. She don't. You, know, you, know you know what she
0: is? You know she is. She's all whole ass Lakeef oh yes, Lord, she's a snitch If you if you listen to her Judas in the Black just in the Black Messiah, you'll get that. You'll get that yeah right. I'm, I, I won't um, ruin that whole, fun yeah. for you. Please don't no <laughs> listen to us talk about Judas <laughs> in the Black Time. Yeah, he, she's a whole ass lakeef right now. So I'm just, you know, um yeah. just... <laughs> looks oh, like,
1: man. Yeah. I really just feel like it's one of those moments like when you're hoping for restorative justice and the first person gets it's a white woman. And I was just like, really? But she's not like I mean, she's not white, white, but still she I'll take it. i I'm it works. I was just like I don't know. I mean I was just like I need, I need to be stopped being surrounded by cops. That's what it is. I just I mean lightning is what happens when copaganda fails. I mean <laughs> that's just how I feel. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I am I am enjoying the season, but I don't know if I could watch it um which is bad because we need people to watch it so it can they actually do pick up production and go through the third season. So people right. do need to be watching it. As it airs. Right. But I don't know if this second season. Is actually designed. To hold you the way the first did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Week to week. So that is a bit of a weakness. Even though they've expanded. And they're using more of the train. It feels like less of the train. And that's.
0: Well, it is you know? It is because it's. It, it definitely does feel less, less of a train. It feels like you're not. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that because you're still they've kind of sidelined some of the other factions, but that might be by design as that stuff is starting to, to blow up soon. So, yeah, we'll see there. We'll
1: and see. we are also only at the halfway mark. True. And you and I tend to be a little impatient when we have theories to play out. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah I'm just saying. So.
0: All right, folks. Uh, we'll be back in another three episodes. Uh, make sure you subscribe, movie trailer reviews. Uh we have some stuff that we probably need to catch up on and I probably need to get Ro and Brand together so we can talk about uh some of the, the picks and, and films that are coming out for the Academy Awards in April. So um stay tuned. I don't know what we're gonna be reviewing. We'll be reviewing something. So just just We got just make stuff, you, y'all. yeah. We got stuff. It's so. it's everywhere. All right folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time we are out of here. Peace.